Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of alpha-fetoprotein, or AFP, found under the obstetric section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 36-year-old G1P2 woman returns to clinic for a regularly scheduled obstetric visit at 20 weeks. Two weeks ago, she had serum labs drawn for a quadruple test. Her alpha-fetoprotein level was found to be decreased. She undergoes further testing and evaluation for possible fetal genetic disorders. Let's continue with an introduction to alpha-fetoprotein. As a general overview, this is measured routinely in maternal serum around 16 to 18 weeks or in the second trimester. It assesses for neural tube defects or genetic conditions. Conditions that are associated with abnormal AFP include neural tube defects, trisomies, and abdominal wall defects. In terms of the epidemiology, 50 out of 1,000 pregnant women will have an abnormal AFP. 1 to 2 out of 1,000 pregnant women will go on to deliver infants with related medical issues. In terms of the pathogenesis, AFP is produced by the yolk sac, gastrointestinal tract, and fetal liver. It is secreted by fetal kidneys into the amniotic fluid and passes through the placenta into the maternal serum. It has a high concentration in fetal life, but minimal in adulthood. In terms of further imaging, ultrasound is indicated after an abnormal AFP is found. Views should be a transvaginal ultrasound. In terms of further studies, serum labs to obtain along with an AFP may include a beta-HCG, pregnancy-associated plasma protein A, or PAP-A, inhibin A, and dust trial. Invasive studies include an amniocentesis. This is indicated if there are uncertain or normal ultrasound findings after a positive maternal serum alpha-fetoprotein screen. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about elevated maternal serum AFP. This may include neural tube defects such as anencephaly, meningomyelocele, and encephalocele, abdominal defects such as gastroschisis and omphalocele, twin gestations, and gestational age older than was dated. Remember that incorrect GA is the most common cause of an abnormal AFP. Also think about decreased maternal serum AFP. This may be seen with trisomy 21 or Down syndrome, trisomy 18 or Edwards syndrome, or if the GA is younger than was dated. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to alpha-fetoprotein, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. In second trimester genetic testing, which of the following findings is an indication for amniocentesis? And the answer choices are, choice one, elevated AFP with ultrasound demonstrating a viable single gestation of accurate age. Choice two, elevated AFP with ultrasound demonstrating multiple gestations. Choice three, elevated AFP and PAP-A. Choice four, elevated AFP alone. Or choice five, decreased AFP alone. The best answer to this question is, choice one, elevated AFP with ultrasound demonstrating a viable single gestation of accurate age. An elevated alpha-fetoprotein followed by an ultrasound that is unrevealing for the cause of AFP elevation is an indication for amniocentesis during the second trimester. 
genetic screening should be offered to any woman greater than 35 years old. The screening protocol varies by whether the woman is in the first or second trimester. This patient in the second trimester would require an initial quad screen followed by an amniocentesis if abnormal. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. An elevated AFP is expected in multiple gestations and is not an abnormal finding requiring amniocentesis. Choice 3. PAP-A is pregnancy-associated plasma protein. It is part of first trimester screening for Down syndrome, so it would not be performed with AFP. Choice 4. Ultrasound should be performed to evaluate elevated AFP prior to amniocentesis. Choice 5. Ultrasound should be performed to evaluate decreased AFP prior to amniocentesis. That's all for this review about alpha-fetoprotein, or AFP. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.